Hearsay, we got no best friends. Hearsay, own self, go Google. You're listening to Hearsay with Darren, Cheryl and Nazreen, only on NUS, the sound of Radio Pulse. So hi everyone, welcome back to Hearsay. Um, this is Darren, and today we have Cheryl, and this is Bian Tong and Wen Hui. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Nah, that's not <laughs> Bian Tong and Wen Hui. Who is this imposter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. Uh, my name is Nazreen, and I am a fellow broadcaster in Radio Pulse. Please catch my show. This is not a joke. Uh, on Spotify. After you listen to this oh, episode, so thank that. you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Ness, how was your recess week? Given that we just came from recess week, I know mm. I had a good break. Yeah, really? That's a first. <laughs> okay, like people who have I've been talking to usually, they're just like, oh, recess week wasn't very productive. They felt they could do more, they could do better. Um, I've been getting a lot of, I guess... Like, a lot of hindsight fallacy. Like, I, I could have done this. I could have done that. You know? And it's always like that, right? Like, when it comes to recess week. So, these days, I've been thinking about, like, it's the fastest week that goes by. Mm. Right? And... A lot of reading week. For some reason, I feel like I feel less accomplished during recess week than a normal school week. Which I know... I, I don't think should be the case. Mm. Like, it should at least be equal. So then somebody came to me yesterday, I think it was yesterday, like, she was like, Nazreen, you look very burnt out. <laughs> and I got this for the first time in my life. Like, nobody has ever commented that I've been burnt out. So then, that really gave me a moment to kind of, like, reflect on where I am and how I'm feeling. And was I actually burnt out? I don't know whether or not I was in self-denial or my friend was just, like, exaggerating. I don't know. But then, I think it's these comments that the people around me make about myself that make me like reevaluate my position. And I think it's good to have friends who are open enough to kind of tell you, like, hey, you don't look too good or you sound very tired. Like, yeah. And I guess it's up to me to be open about whether or not I want to take these comments into account and kind of take stock of my own life. Uh, sometimes, like, when people tell me, oh, Nazreen, I think you're, you need to take breaks, like, I tend to, like, ignore like their advice because I don't think you know it's true like but sometimes maybe yeah it might be true la. yeah <laughs> what they're saying so yeah that, that was what I kind of reflected about yeah oh well, that went deep real quick yeah and I was like I'm sorry <laughs> the atmosphere in this room is like <laughs> am I talking too much I'm so sorry no, it's okay yeah you're filling mm. in for two people yeah so you have to talk it's a lot of weight on my shoulders yeah how about yours mm. Okay, I mean, for myself, the reason why I said I had a good break was because, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I got COVID la, so oh, yeah. it was a mandatory break placed on me. Mm. But I, say, I would say it was bad. Like, I couldn't even... Like, you know, there, there's good breaks, right? But this break was just a L la, Because it was my first time getting COVID, so... Like, and last time, hopefully. hopefully. Yes. <laughs> so it was quite draining and it was very tiring. Like, I really could feel the fatigue on my body and I okay it was either me sleeping or taking my medicine or having my meals so it was really that bad and then I mean after that right then there's the whole repercussions which is I couldn't study so I have three midterms so I had to do a lot of emailing to my professors to like can you please uh, reschedule my midterms <laughs> I mean some of them were nice enough but yeah here's the thing right some some a gripe that I got. Some profs don't let you reschedule your meters, right? Okay, so I have this prof, I won't say who is it. Um, he slash she said that uh, due to department policy, they cannot reschedule the midterms, which is understandable, understandable because the date of the midterms falls outside my MC. But when you think about it logically, right, how am I expected to perform or like attempt the midterms if I didn't even have time to study? doesn't make any sense. So, right. to me, it's like, a bit unfair lah. This is something that I face in, I feel like it's only in uni. Because like, when you're in JC or secondary school, okay, maybe, no, I, I can't really say because I think COVID is new lah. Hmm. But, it was just very, uh, to me, it's just very unfair that I had to face this. So, 
I don't know. Did the prof like give any solution? Uh, no. He or she was mm. like, I hope you're studying for the test. Then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I oh. have no choice, right? Yeah. So now, I mean, now, yeah, I had a quote-unquote break, lah, but now I feel doubly stressed for yeah. my midterms. But thankfully, there are some profs that were okay with uh, postponing it. Lah. But Wait, some of them were like, okay, why not you carry forward this midterm percentage to your finals? Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. I think because I'm from theatre studies and we hardly have exams. Exams is usually just assignments and performances. So I'm not really sure about how this kind of thing works. So like, can I ask like, what, what, what is the reason that they cannot give you, reschedule your midterm? I mean, they only say department policy. Which oh, is okay. Something I... <laughs> I mean, you have to take it, right? <laughs> Keep it ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they'll give you the same paper if they reschedule. I don't think they'll make a new one, right? I, I don't know. So. Um, some will, some will. But some won't. Okay. Yeah, but typically, they usually would make it... Make a different paper. Some, it can be harder, it can be easier. It depends on your luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mainly for science and uh, computer science. La. Okay. Yeah. I hope you're feeling okay. Do you have like a plan? My plan was just study law. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so you managed I, to study lah. I mean, the moment like my fever subsided, I tried to study. Oh. Although, albeit, um, uh, tried lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, the moment I, I felt better, I just started studying already. Sometimes you just gotta do it. Yeah. 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 Is this a subject that you're normally that you're confident about? It's a core module. Oh. And everything's like new, right? Because yeah. um year three already, so three K mods. They are more in depth. Wow. Okay. Um <laughs> Yikes. I just try. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good How job. about Cheryl? Yeah, Cheryl. <laughs> you know, I when they say recess right, I, I really thought it's like those like nice breaks. Then like oh I can like go and meet all my friends that I haven't met nah. in very long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I oh I I, I like spend my entire week doing group projects. Oh, no. I felt so huh, very sian. Yeah, sian because of your group mates. No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's very good. I, I like my groups a lot. Very nice people. It's just that mm. like I really thought I could like meet my friends. Cause like it, basically I don't really see my friends at all or very rarely. Cause I. Taking a completely different major from them. For those that are in the same uni. Mm. And there are also like friends who are in different unis, right? So I have not seen them in quite a while. Then like, I feel like sometimes... Okay, I, I met one of them for lunch. Uh, then we were, saying, we were talking about how um, like it feels different. Uh, like meeting your old friends really just hits different. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. you don't need to pretend. Yeah. Like, you don't need to anything. You just like be yourself. Just talk. And then like whatever you say, they're, they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm this friend who just laughs at everything I say. Like I'm the funniest person only when I'm with her. And that makes me feel so good. I'm telling you. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. I felt like that also. They drew me a graph. Then they said, oh, this is your humor. And then they drew an exponential curve. Wow. The only math I like to do. <laughs> nice. But Asheru, you're in year one, right? Yeah. So, and you say your friends are not in the same major as you. So how's like the making friends process been for you? Oh, okay. Um, I think it depends for like the different majors. Like my major is actually quite small. So, you know, it's like everyone knows everyone in a sense. I think it will eventually become like that as well now. And then they group you up. So my major, right, uh, farm science, they have this, uh, pharmacy as well. They have this thing called like team-based learning. So they basically group you up already. So, like, you can't have friends in a sense. Because oh. you will be interacting with them like, most of the time. So, they are, like, my friends for my course, I guess. Mm. As for, like, the other... I guess, like, when you do other, other like, mods, you make friends also. Like, I, I guess I've kind of made friends from people of other um, major. Like, bis- I, I, made a, I think I made a friend from business already <laughs> just by being in the same mod as her. Mm. It was quite fun. Yeah. But I think for others, it's quite hard because you don't really see them often. Like, mm. I've, I've heard from those people in my class, right? They said that they don't really see them, those people from other majors, right? So, and even their, within their major, they might not have the same classes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, one thing came to mind is like, what is a definition of a friend? Like, is it how many times you see them, the amount of hours you spend together, or is it your taste and preferences? Like, I've my best friend I haven't seen in like, half a year because she's on exchange but I, I mean she's still my best friend right and there are some friends <coughs> like 
there are some friends I see every day, but I might not necessarily share my problems with them. So like there are different degrees of friendship. So I just want to like kind of get a sense of what you all think mm. friendships are. Like how do you define what's a friend, what's a close friend, what's a best friend, what's like a, what other categories are there? Um, uh, friend of me? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in, I feel like everyone has like different, like varying degrees of what they would define as a friend. Uh. Yeah. But what I think is quite common nowadays is people have different friend groups where they are, they are different selves. Right? Yeah. yeah. Especially, I don't know, okay, I don't want to make it about gender, but I think for guys especially. Because, mm. okay, I, I have like this close group of uh, guy friends and then uh, they are from my secondary school. Uh. And then I also have uh, in uni, especially because the gender ratio in the uh, Faculty of Science is quite skilled, right? I have many more female friends. Okay, um, I would say that I'm very different between uh, when I'm with these two groups of people. Mm. Because with the guys, right, it's like with the boys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you are like saying more boyish stuff, la, like oh. you don't you, you tend to <laughs> you don't tend to tap into your like more emotional side. You don't really be vulnerable, I would say. Mm. Whereas like with female friends, right? It's different la. like the when I talk to them it's more of like more my, more more in tune with my emotions. Yeah. Mm. And the subject matter they talk about is different also. Like, I mean, if you guys sports, um, computer games, that kind right. of thing. Whereas with girls, it's like, oh, spill the tea, sis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? Okay, spill the tea now. We are two girls you're talking to. Okay, wait. It's tea of people in my faculty. <laughs> Let's just keep it there. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the best thing, la, but I mean, it's it's something that I on, only I do with my female friends. La, so. yeah. I don't know, it's like... Just now you said something about you don't want to make it about gender, right? Then something came to mind. It's like, I have, like, personally, I have this guy friend that I can really be vulnerable with. And there are some girlfriends that I feel like I have to keep up appearances. Like, I have to be this badass woman, you know, <laughs> like, really holds her own. So, yeah, definitely it's not, re- it's not just the gender. So, like, I, I was wondering, like, you also mentioned with your guy friends, you have to kind of not be in tune with your emotions. Mm. Do you feel, like, kind of stifled sometimes or how do you manage actually I don't really think I feel stifled it's more of like weird because when we're growing up right you know a bunch of 15, 16 year olds I don't think emotion was at the top of my mind (laughs) like we'll just everyday play um, after school hey bro let's go play football that kind of thing Mm. so as you grow up right when you go JC you're just gonna rant about studies that kind of thing and then we all of us went into army so we talk about army stuff and now in uni right so, like, emotion hasn't been at the forefront of our conversations. So when you actually want to bring up, it's going to be yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, if you talk about relationships, then it's okay because I think it's an easy way to be vulnerable in a sense. La. But you talk about, like, I'm very stressed of all the expectations placed on me by my family. Then it's like, uh, <laughs> okay, mm. you know, it's weird at all to yeah. even broach that topic. Right. So, I, mm. I guess it's because it's we haven't had that conversation before that's why it's, it's weird so maybe I might try yeah. talk, talking about it with them yeah, sh- yeah like Cheryl do you have like guy friends who might have this problem so or do you think you might have that problem yourself like being a girl trying to open up about your vulnerabilities I'm like I actually don't have a lot of guy friends. Uh. I would say I only have one. But okay. with that one guy friend, like, we talk about a lot of deep stuff. Mm-hmm. Talk about, like, all the, all the life stuff. <laughs> I, like, stuff about life, you know? Okay. But, yeah, but I mean, he told me, like, eh, you're the only person I talk to life about. Say. It's like, oh, it's like, no, no, special. No, no, as in, like, because, like, with my girlfriends, right, we always talk, like, uh, some girlfriends, right, we legit just talk about life the entire time. Right. Like, with the moment we, five minutes later, we start talking about Yeah. Life. Oh, sometimes it gets quite overwhelming. Like, I have this friend I talk to. Every time we meet, we're just talking about, like, our deep issues, our what, our emotional struggles, right? But then, sometimes it just feels like it's renting. It's not mm. so much... It doesn't really help at the end of the day. It's just renting. And I took a step back to reflect. I was like, maybe we should bring some positivity into our <laughs> conversations next time. Like, try to encourage one another a bit instead of just, like, you know, being depressed and stuff. Like... If it doesn't really help, then what's the point of that? And and sometimes it's not really a conversation. It's just, okay, I have five minutes with my talk set, my five <laughs> minutes talk set. I just tell her about my problems and she just listens. She's the wall. After that, we swap. So it's not really a conversation in that sense. It's just two monologues. 
right? Mm. And if it's not a conversation, you're, you're not exchanging ideas, then I really don't see how it helps, la, like mm. your problems. So like, okay, I, I have to make sure that, okay, we're not just doing that. We have to really like be open to one another's views on that particular issue because that's what relationships and friendships are for, right? You need multiple perspectives for a given like scenario or issues for you to be able to improve and do better. I mean, that's my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you were saying something, Cheryl? <laughs> no, no, I actually got add on. Like, like for me, right, like my friends and I, we actually don't really do monologues. Like we really talk, right? Then we will Aww. give, we will like build upon ideas based on what the other has already said. I don't know, it feels a bit like those, <laughs> it sounds like those scholarly talks, but it's, yeah. it's really not. Like, we just talk like, Wait, let me try and give an example. Oh, okay. So there was one. I I I have my license. Uh, so when I was learning driving, right? Oh, uh. uh, there was this one time I like didn't do very well. So like you have to clear stages, uh, So I cleared very few. Then I like I was telling my friend, yeah, I feel very anxious. Yeah, I, I'm so scared what my parents will say. Cause I scared. I'm I'm so scared they'll be uh, like pissed off with me or like disappointed. Then I was telling her like, oh, I should feel more scared of my parents being disappointed. Then of myself not doing well. Eh. Mm. Then my friend was like, oh yeah, I agree. Then we're just talking about that. And then when we talk about this type of things, it becomes very theoretical. And it's not really just applied to ourselves. We talk about it in general. Mm. Like as a philosophy or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I think because we kind of distance ourselves from it, we, we talk, like the way we say, we don't say like I or like me. We do say it. Like, but we also say that, oh, I think people in general... Mm. So many people face this problem like that. We talk the way we say it like that. We are like distancing ourselves from it a bit also. Right. Oh, now it makes me reconsider what I'm talking about <laughs> my friends. Oh, that's just like some friends. But we also have others because mm. then we just talk about like useless stuff. Like or whatever we have in common. Oh, mm. which also reminds me. So like I was asking one of my friends this. Like, then I also mm. wanted to know your opinion. How important do you think um, like having something in common with someone is in like being friends like is having something in common with them really very important uh, I mean I think some things you sh- need to have in common like same wavelength okay that's very ambiguous right? <laughs> but you yeah. need the same vibe la, or like uh. at least what you think is funny or interesting should be about the same that's why that's how you like engage them in conversation but I, I don't think like you need to watch the same show like the same colour like the same food to <laughs> really talk or cause I mean nowadays you got internet right you can hey <laughs> I show you something funny then you all like talk about it from there can video. <laughs> yeah I mean obviously at least one thing at least just one thing that you all can talk about mm. like I have I have many friends right and I'm not gonna say like I'm super close to all of them but if I need fashion advice there's this particular friend I will mm. go to if I need tea on some something <laughs> like I'll just you know find the relevant mm. people and yeah. there's this f- new friend I made recently she's doing a master's uh, I think she's in job yeah mm. I know she's in job yeah I know <laughs> she's in job I mean obviously having done her honest thesis before she knows like she has been through it she knows like the struggles she knows how to give advice and tips lah and because I'm doing my honest thesis next semester, so I was like, okay, this person is good to have in terms of, you know, getting advice and just your general knowledge about this issue. Uh. So I was like, okay, this is something that we have in common and I can talk to her about it and she makes me feel like I can talk to her about it. She makes me feel safe. She doesn't really judge for now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, for me, friendship is, is like, it's not a very high bar. La, but it's a different thing for relationships. Like, for me, it's very high bar. Like, for you to turn from a friend to someone I'm dating, it's like, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we're only talking about friendships now, so let's get back to that topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Darren looked like he had a lot of things to say no, from no, his eyes. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, okay, wait. I see, I feel like that's a very transactional way. Sorry, Ooh. it's very it's very direct, right? Okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not saying they're a transactional person. Nah, but <laughs> I mean, I think that's how most people are nowadays, though. Mm. Like, you go to specific specific friend group slash friends if you have uh, like when you have something that you want to confide in them about mm. uh, okay yeah that's how I think about it confide confidence rather than tapping on their knowledge la. I mean some people see it that way though so well it's not we don't just talk about like hate stuff right I mean sometimes the emotions will play a part so like uh, I mean, if I have a problem, I can't be all intellectual about it. Obviously, I have to be like, oh, I'm feeling very distressed. Please help me. You know, then like 
show my emotions a bit. If not, the person will, doesn't feel like they can connect with me what? anyway. So I need to show my... Well, I'm really... Yeah, I'm sounding very transactional shit. No, but I, I, I guess... Because I, okay. I think it's fine. <laughs> like, y'all are friends first before. Like, oh, how, how, how am I... How should I approach my honest thesis or that? But yeah. I know, like, okay, because I joined a lot of faculty events, la, so I, I've mm-hmm. got to, I'm acquainted with several people, right? Mm. There are some people that just use their super thick skin and just text me out of the blue <laughs> and ask, do you have this midterm paper for this module and the solutions? I'm like, bro, I don't, I didn't talk to you after um, so-and-so event, right? What mm. makes you think I'm gonna, like, even reply yeah. at all? Uh, yeah, and I, someone texted me that during recess week when I was, <laughs> Uh, recovering from COVID so I was like I have zero inclination to reply right so send this podcast episode to them <laughs> yeah. nah yeah. no but yeah so I that is what I feel is transactional but yeah. if like you are friends prior you're already talking but it's just maybe your circles don't really overlap as much so you don't talk a lot but still you are friends right then I think it's fine lah. Yeah. but I think in uni it's so common to meet these kind of people lor, who just like ask you uh, for XXX uh, materials for this module. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, do you get that, Cheryl? Do you have people doing that? Nah, that's her first Sam. Yeah. I mean, it's in life in general, like, I have people, it doesn't even have to be about NUS. Like, oh. I have people texting me from, like, maybe JC or secondary school, like, hey, I know you know this person. Can I have their email? <laughs> Bro, at least say hi first. <laughs> do you even remember my name? I don't know. There's like, at least, like, set up a meeting, like, can I get you a cup of coffee or something. I mean, because I'm an internship, right? And mm. and in the professional working world, you need to make an effort mm. to get something. You cannot just get something. Like, everyone's very calculative. Like, if you want to get something from someone, you need to give them something in return. And, I mean, that's just how the world works, lah. I mean, where I internet. So, it's like, you can't, yeah, you can't just text me and ask me for something. You need to give me something, man. Like, even if it's just a cup of coffee. And just to show that... Sincerity. Yeah. And also because I like free stuff, so. <laughs> right. I think about it, right. I think I don't. I think I'm quite lucky in the sense that I haven't really met all these people yet. Mm. Might be because I'm like I'm very low key, uh. Like I really, I like how to say. I don't really try to, like, make other people know me. Mm. <clears throat> so I just keep to myself, uh, And my friends. So usually, like, for my friends, we just help each other out, uh. mm. But I would say I'm kind of guilty of like only asking my friend, like. I'm a very low maintenance person, so usually I just text my friends when I need them. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no, oh. as in, as in, like, <laughs> as in, like, but that's quite rare because I try not to like bother them. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll still talk about random stuff, lah. Mm. Just that I'm not the type to go and do that mm. unless I see them in person. Those type of thing, lah. So I haven't really met anyone like that so far. Okay, let me go on to the other end of the spectrum. Friends, right? That. Okay, wait, this is very specific. But friends who are FAs. What? Financial advisors. And they want Dude, I'm a conscious. financial advisor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but please go ahead. Like, you know, there's always the um, stereotype. Like, your secondary school friend one day DMs you out of the blue. Right. Uh, bro, sis. Long time never talk already, Sia. You want to meet for, like, lunch then? Yeah, you know where the conversation is going. I, had, uh, <laughs> I have this friend, I know. Like, on social media, I know he recently became an FA. So one day, he called me out of the blue. I just reject. Because <laughs> I knew what he was going to ask. After that, he promptly texted me, Hi, you free for a cup of lunch? Then I was like, Yeah, I'm also an FA. You can give up now. <laughs> then I was like, Yeah, the conversation ended there. So it's like, Yeah, there's that stereotype. Like, why? why no, wait, wait, is okay. that someone specific? Seen, yes. No, okay, wait. I feel right. Like it's okay if you ask, uh, you approach your friend text. I think it's fine. But some people need to know that no is a no, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not free means I'm yeah. just not interested. Yeah, consent is not just for sex. Oh. It's for every- <laughs> yeah. What? No is no, ma. Yeah, continue. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but- so, okay, it's not an uh, explicit no, la, but it's just mm. I'm not interested. Uh, I'm busy, so like, you know, can't get a hint. Yeah. yeah, but some people really persist. So I have this one classmate from my secondary school. She has been, per- she has asked everyone from my class, <laughs> right? And re- earlier I mentioned like this group of guy friends, right? She has asked every single dude there. It's so annoying. But never mind. I hope this person's not listening. Uh, okay. So I have this friend, right? A uh, close friend. She's also from my class. Yeah. But she migrated overseas. So time to time, she'll come back to Singapore to meet everyone. La. So this f- classmate of mine, right? We'll call her person X. She comes along for this uh, 
uh, meet meet up with this uh my close friend mm. who's migrated lah. But it's very obvious she's just there to push her agenda of selling her products, so which is really very annoying. And you know it's even worse, right? When they start using their Instagram story or Instagram account to talk about, oh, I did this, uh, I sold this product today, yeah. oh, nice meetup, blah, blah, blah. It's so annoying. Like, I know you're trying to, like, upbring everyone's life, you know, quote-unquote. And, I mean, that's how they market themselves, lah, but I don't really see that way. And I think it's, they need to, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Cheryl, Sorry, you Cheryl. to say something. No, at first I was confused what FA was. Now, now I know, okay. Now I know. Oh, okay. Okay, it's not just FA, but, like, insurance agents also. Oh, okay. Yeah, I any guess, sort of financial product. Yeah, they're products, the same. They're yeah. the same. Oh, okay. I guess yeah. I wouldn't know because all my friends are like... Soon, soon. Soon, soon, ah, yeah. Soon. You'll reach an age, right, yeah. where they realise that their major is not working out for them. Yeah. So they go to the FA oh. industry. Like, I have to be honest, uh, like, the whole FA thing, the reason why I got into it is like... Okay, yeah, what you just said, because theatre study is probably oh. not going to get <laughs> a, a, a job as easily. And also because, like, as a student... I don't know about y'all, but I'm mostly always broke because I'm always trying out new things, new experiences, want to meet like new people, right? So there are all these things that I join and I need to pay for, right? So I'm like half broke all the time. So I needed like additional source of income. But actually, when you get into the business, you realize it's a lot of like self-management. management. It's a lot of independence, which I don't necessarily feel like I have. Uh, I feel like I only have it if I have the passion for the job and I don't think I'm very passionate about <laughs> being an FA. Um, I mean, I can say that uh, because it's it's true and, and I want to be candid about it and being an FA, you got to be passionate about the job because you got to maintain like long uh, relationships with your clients, people you're, you're, you sold your products to because they're going to call you like every month or once a year at least to ask about their products, how's the market doing you know should they buy something else should they let something go there are all these things that you need to answer like these are questions that you have to answer so FA the job of an FA is not easy mm. uh, it's a lot of client management and and how much you earn is really up to you it's a com- yeah up to you it's a combination of discipline and some would even say luck so I guess all these personal marketing personal branding and stuff it's it might be a lot for the common like people like you and I to take in like when we see their Instagram stories but I I suppose it's their way of making a living for themselves I, I don't do that personally because I'm not very actively selling uh, whatever I'm licensed to sell uh, so I don't really like put on my story or whatever but I feel like m- th- my colleagues who do that I mean they have good reason uh, like, and the colleagues I have they do their jobs very well mm. they are very they know what they're doing. Mm. Right? And I don't think they're out to cheat your, your money or to just make a quick buck. I think that they really do maintain mm. client relationships very well. I know some of their clients who are so happy with them that uh, they help them out like, in other areas of life. Like if they are having a seminar or a talk, the clients would just be like, hey, I know about this subject matter. I don't mind being a panelist. I don't mind being a MC for you. And it's not even related to the products that they have sold this client so I think yeah I being a good FA and being a generic FA is like a world's difference mm. and I guess we, we shouldn't like put them into the same pool uh. like if they're good at their job they're good at their job and we gotta give mm. them credit for that and I think I guess the stereotype that all FAs are annoying and all FAs is just out to like make a quick buck is not true definitely not true and yeah yeah, I'm so sorry for that long ass <laughs> speech, but yeah, you you get my point. Yeah. Yeah. Will you guys ever be an FA? Uh no, I think my degree is too I, I sunk too much effort into <laughs> studying for my degree that I would only really want to pursue a career in my field. Actually what's your degree? I forgot. Uh data science and analytics. Uh, so it's very technical, uh mathy. I don't <laughs> think I would explore the more human aspect of a job. Sorry, mm. wait, no. I want to explore a more human job, because I don't see myself doing that. Yeah. So you like what you do? Uh? I like what I'm studying. But have you, like, have you ever held a job with... Uh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to find an intern, uh, but yeah. not at this point. Yeah. yeah. But I don't... I mean, yeah, I do agree that a- a- being an FA, you know, is, is good money. 
But like what you mentioned earlier is a lot of client management, right? Yeah. I don't think I have a battery to do that. Yeah, yeah. same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> the first policy I sold was a... Woo, was a headache, man. I This person was calling me twice, thrice a day just to ask about the same few points. And I guess it's good training uh-huh. to start out, right? To really stretch. It's really throwing me a deep end. I felt really stretched, like out of my comfort zone. Like I really had to maintain this relationship because... I cannot screw up on my first deal. Come on, it's my first deal. Like, I have to do a good job. So I was like, okay. So at the end, I finally made it to the other end. But I was like, so exhausted, dude. <laughs> like, emotionally, physically. I was like, how can I sustain this for like a whole whole career? Yeah. Like, this, this, if I actually do this, I gotta be in it, man. I gotta be in it for at least maybe five, ten years. I don't really think I have the stamina for that. Uh, Cheryl, would you have the stamina for that? No. Like, the reason I chose my major was Pharmacy. also so that. Huh? Oh, no, no. Not like, pharmacy, man? Oh, it's like pharmaceutical science and then there's pharmacy, right? Oh. So I chose the science one because I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't oh. want to do the critical oh. <laughs> I didn't want to talk to people. That's why. Yeah, but to be honest, right, like all these jobs seem quite interesting. Like, for I think, like recently, there's like streamers, right? Wow, I see, because I, I like to play games also, then I see them play and then they are able to earn money from doing what they like, even though it might not be a lot. But it also seems quite fun. Yeah. I feel like all these like jobs where you're like self-employed like where you're, you're you are your own boss right they can be very fulfilling mm. if you like what you do uh. but you also have to live with the fact that you may not be able to earn as mm. much okay I think we detracted quite a bit from <laughs> friends <laughs> it doesn't matter man <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's quite interesting are you going to continue it's a tough tough question see if I get like a job um, otherwise I'll just stick to yeah, FA yeah. Um, I guess like, there's this thing about me, like, I feel if I really put my mind into something, I can actually do it. I, f- I guess that's true for everyone, but I really feel that way like, for myself. And, like, if FA is really the only choice I have, then I really have to put my heart and soul into it, right? And get something right for once in my life. And because of, I'm graduating soon, I really don't... Uni is the space to make, like, mistakes. Mm. Or I think you have more leeway not do things right, make your mistakes. and But when you get out there, it's really hustle, man. Everyone's trying to like race with each other. I mean, the moment you make a mistake, that's it. I mean, not that's it, like, but you kind of lose your head start. Yeah, and credibility and whatever. You lose a lot of things. And there's huge repercussions there. So I guess like you really have to do do things right and just really put your heart and soul into what you're doing. La. Like, and also, I I don't want to be doing something that I don't really like. Uh, so I have to make sure that I like what I do. If not, as I've mentioned before, it's my stamina is going to get drained. I'm going to be exhausted all the time. If I don't like what I do, I wouldn't even want to like get up in the morning, right? It'd be very like, lethargic for me. Like this morning, I woke up, I stayed at the ceiling for 20 minutes. I, was like, <laughs> I have this Shakespeare presentation I have to do, like you all saw me doing just now. And... Wow, man, it's 500 words. Like, it's okay. The word count is okay, but it's so hard. Oh, jeez. And I'm yeah. not good with Shakespeare. Are y'all good at Shakespeare? Because I'm not. Men is like hard to understand. Yeah. Man. yeah. yeah. yeah we, just... we are men, women in STEM. Yeah. <laughs> no, the last time I, I think the last time I read Shakespeare, right, my friends were just making fun of all the, like, all the things he say. Exactly. I left literature in secondary school. <laughs> I leave it there. Don't, don't go back. Okay, wait. Question. Okay, I... Uh, bring it back to friends now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask. Uh, have you ever like cut off a friend that you perceived as toxic before? Or like, okay, let's say you realise that your friend is toxic. What do you do? Ignore ghosts. Yeah, ghosts. Okay. I just don't talk to them. Uh. Even when they pester you? Hey, Ness, how can I talk to you? I haven't. I, I don't so think long, I have. Because eh? I make my intentions very clear. Like, if I don't like you, you know I don't like you. And I don't think I've ever had anyone pester me, like, please hang out with me. Because they get the hint. I make it pretty quick. I don't know. Yeah. What, how about y'all? I don't think I've had toxic friends before. Maybe I just had friends that I don't, that we don't, like, get along very well. Like, I have one friend, we didn't get along very well at the start. Like, but then, but then, like, she changed, right? Because people change, right? And, so, and then she, like, she became such a, like, a nice person after that. Like, after she changed. That, like, we just... There, oh. Yeah, so we just continued staying friends. So like, there was no, there was nothing that I needed to cut off. There was mm. no one I needed to cut off. Wait, wait, I got a question. Like, are there friends that you have 
you're, you have been friends for like a long time already. It's like very comfortable, very easy to talk mm. to them. But then, at some point, you realize your trajectories are very different. Oh, I have, I have, I have. Like, like this friendship is really, it's not helping you in any way. It's just because you're comfortable with this person. Okay, so I have a story yeah. to share for you. Okay. But I hope that all these people that I mentioned, right, they're not listening. <laughs> okay. Apparently, 26 of his friends <laughs> listened last episode. So are you calling them out? What if they're listening now? <laughs> okay, so right, uh, I had this, first uh, I was in uh, a subcommittee in my faculty club, right, for two years uh, in, in uni. So, uh, I have this, I made this one friend, okay, uh, we were quite close. Like, we could talk about stuff. But then I realised, on hindsight, right, it's mainly, uh, games, like, normal guy stuff, like, right? Um, so, we were, we were quite close. But then it reached one point in the next academic year, after we were done working together in the subcommittee, right? And then we took a module together, right? So, it's a computer science module. So, if, Y'all don't know, right? CS mods, usually they have labs. And the labs, it's a 2K CS mod. So, you need to do, like, um, coding assignments. Mm. And, okay, it's coding, right? But it's actually programming, la, which means you need to really think through how you intend to solve the problem. So, it's quite hard. The prof sets it very difficult. Like, you need one whole week to solve it. So, uh, me, I'm someone who will try my best no matter what. La. So, I always, like... Um, We'll Google and find out if I don't know, uh, and then try to solve it by myself, right? And only time I ask for help is like, oh, I'm not sure. How do you approach it? Can you explain to me like, uh, your approach to solving this problem, right? Okay, so a bit technical. So this friend, right? Uh, like you said, um, I start to realize that our trajectory is very different in the sense that I didn't really like his work ethic. <laughs> Why? Cause. The moment he faced any minor inconvenience, right, he just turned to me, how? And I'm like, bro, I also don't know, right? I need to solve, find out by myself, what? So, initially at the start, I was, I was a bit flustered and I, I mean, I did help him, lah, but I think, I'm, like, like you, I also made known to him that it's like, you should know this kind of thing or you should go and Google because that's what mm. everyone's doing. But then it reached a point where I just started doing the assignments by myself, right? And then, over the course of this one semester, we, we drifted apart. Lah. So, I mean, to me, it's because, like, he really didn't have a good work ethic. And it was something that disturbed me very greatly. Mm. And because of that, yeah, we, we drifted apart and we don't really talk anymore. Is it sad? I, I, I mean, I wouldn't really say mm, so. Nah, it's okay. But it, it was, at, during, at that point in time, in the semester, it was a thorn in my side. Lah. Yeah. That's the kind of people you meet in uni. Yeah. I mean, things happen like that, lah. So, are you feeling very like jaded right now, Cheryl? <laughs> no, <laughs> like all these bad experiences. No, I think. <laughs> I think it also depends on the person. Like, let's say this dude is friends with a pushover, the pushover wouldn't really like be able to, wouldn't really notice that oh this person keep asking me, then they just be like yeah okay okay I'll help you or someone that like let's say that someone who like really really likes helping people I don't know, <laughs> right like. Not saying you don't like helping people. <laughs> that person likes helping people more than you. Yeah. And then, then they will feel that it's okay. La. So I think it depends on like the people you meet. Disclaimer, it's not that I don't like help people, right? No, I, I know. I know <laughs> like I like they, need, they, they need to put in their own effort to yeah. find out, you know. Yeah. It's very annoying for me. Like, sometimes they will just ask me questions that you can find on Google. Yeah, exactly. Like, hello, your phone is, like, in your hand. Exactly. I don't understand. No yeah. battery or what. I have portable. You know, yeah. I don't know why I'm so angry, but... Yeah, uh, it's personal experience. <laughs> but then, inverse, right? There are some things... Like, I was talking to this friend who I know is very good at uh, uh, this particular subject matter. Like, I think it was crypto we were talking about. Mm. I know he's very well-versed. So, okay, I asked him. I asked him, because I, I can't see... Any, I mean... Uh, I, I, you... you. Look him Translate, up, look him please. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What kind of TV? That's why I asked you. Because I know you know. That's why I asked you. Then he asked me to go and Google. Eh. It's like, but you're right here. Uh, why can't I ask you if you have the information, you have the answer? Why you can't tell me? I don't understand. Why do I have to pick up my phone and Google? Is it you don't know the answer? If you don't know, just let me know. Ah. And you know, it's very annoying. Like, this person who has the expertise and the knowledge and the, the, the answer to my question, 
is telling me to go and Google. <laughs> like, is this where I've come, we've come to? Like, we don't want to help each other anymore. Like, are we just too over-reliant <laughs> on Google? Am I making this no, wait, I feel too right. big? For, yeah. No, for you, it's because the subject matter is crypto, which is a very broad concept and it's quite hard to really understand what crypto is about. I mean, you can Google, right? But you get a whole bunch of technical things. Yeah, exactly. There's so a reason why I asked you, right? <laughs> yeah. But if it's things like thought, content covered in your module oh. and things... Yeah. That you then should it's something know, you yeah. should know, and if you're not sure about, you should, you can Google lah. As in, I don't. I think you will know the technicalities yeah. or the technical terms when they are in the definition in the Google search results. You know, yeah. whereas like for a complete idiot, right, who doesn't know anything <laughs> about crypto, why are you gonna know about blockchain, how crypto works, how digital <laughs> currency works? You won't know it. Yeah. So you need someone to break it down for you lah. Yeah. So I think it's, like, yeah, and it's always good. Like for me, how I learn is. Like, I, I downloaded software at Ableton Live. It's music production and stuff. So, it's very, like, the interface is very, like, overwhelming. It's a lot of things, right? So, I looked at it. I was like, okay, I'm definitely not going to figure this out on my own. So, you know, I, I went to search on Google. So, then there's this website that came out with all the... It's text. So, it's in words, right? They try to explain to you the basics. I was like, I cannot, I cannot do this. Because it's words, right? It's not... I don't learn through words. So, I had to go to YouTube, look for a tutorial. And I realized I learned better... Uh, through a video but then I took it one step further I was like okay this f- friend that I know she uses this software myself go and ask her <laughs> like we ask her like guide me lah like do sit down together look at the interface and ask her to like okay maybe teach me a few tips here and there and that really worked for me then I was like isn't this amazing <laughs> like we don't really have to rely so much on technology when we have the people around us like it could be a different form of learning and that really helped me. Like, I'm not sure about y'all, but it really helped me. So it's like, okay, yeah. Really shouldn't be too dependent on technology. Like, sometimes it's okay to ask verbally for help mm. to someone you know knows the answer. I think that's okay. What? What's wrong with that? Yeah. Yeah. For me, right? <laughs> like, sometimes, for me, right? Like, when people ask me, I feel like it's like, it's, it shows like how much they respect me. Or I feel like they're, it's like they're trusting me with something. Yeah. They, like, they're trusting me with their like so-called vulnerability that's why I always try to help them <laughs> like even you can google I, I don't care I just google and send a screenshot to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean we are close enough that we can, I can just do that and yeah. they won't be offended la. but yeah I think for some things like for like for academic for academics wise right I actually don't mind when people ask me questions just don't ask like too many times la, or like when it's not a good time for me so because mm. if when they ask right then you explain right it's actually checking whether you understand it yourself. Sometimes, mm. I think like during A-levels, uh, then my friend will ask me questions. Right? Then I realised that, oh, actually I don't understand this concept very well. So we went to ask the teacher instead. Right? Then it's like, it kind of helps you. So I don't screw up her sub- her, her score, mm. right? And then I also don't screw up my, my yeah. score as well. Question. When do you draw a line between acquaintances and friends? I don't know. <laughs> like when does an acquaintance become more than become a friend to you okay can I just say like <sighs> when people ask how many friends I have right, I usually just say two because uh-huh. there's only two people I really trust with my deepest darkest secrets mm. like everyone else is just I know you you know I know your name oh. I know your face acquaintance we've la. met before but calling them acquaintance feels a bit like strangerish yeah I don't like the word I think it depends on your definition, right? Like yeah. your definition of friends. I think your, from your def- from what you you say, it sounds like your definition is about whether you can trust someone that deeply. Yeah. Then if I use your definition, I have no friends. Eh? Oh, that's yeah. a very Cheryl tight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold my hand. Oh, no, it's okay. That's a very tight definition, though. Yeah. What's your definition? Actually, I probably the same. Oh. What? Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, but then that's that's for like good friend or best friend, lah. I've no best. I've no best friend. Yeah, I, I mentioned earlier episode, I have no best friends. I have yeah. friend groups. I have close friend groups, but I don't have best friends. Like every, yeah, every friend group, I'll have that one <laughs> close friend. Like, in, I have different groups, so right? Yeah, so different that, groups. That yeah. <laughs> 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 I guess, but you know how different friend groups, there's always just this one person that you really like more than the rest as a friend. And you'll just go to them first. No? Okay, understandable. Uh, no, no, man. <laughs> no, understandable. But for me, right, it's like, <laughs> oh my god, I, I had like some crisis over it last time, but I got over it. So like, within my friend groups, I feel that 
you know you like what you said then it's like you have an internal ranking of all your other friends of like how <laughs> yeah, close you are right <laughs> so like for me I, I think I'm always everyone's like number like average uh. so like the friend group has like 5 people 6 people so mm. I'm always number 3 so but then so I'm like no one's number 1 uh, mm. or number 2 which like make me a bit sad mm. but like because like but it's, it, that's just how life works uh, so yeah I get her sentiment though sometimes I feel like nobody would if they could bring one friend to a deserted island, they wouldn't bring me. Yes, yes. You know? And that makes me feel sad sometimes. But then other times it's like, okay, good. Nobody will bother me. Like, yeah. I don't have to go to any deserted island with anyone. You know, I can just mm. do my thing, be my own, like, do my own thing. Like, I don't have to be... It's, it's more so of the feeling of being wanted, right? Yeah. Yeah. It it's, might, yeah. It you might know. be like... Because... I think it might be the idea of like your your feelings not being returned. Mm. Like oh. you're so you like you view this person as your closest friend, but they don't view you yeah. as their closest friend, which yeah. might be the thing. But uh, yeah, it's that's just how life works. Uh. <laughs> oh, as that, long as, yeah, as Darren can't relate. He's no, everybody's okay. number one. Hey, no, 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 no. Okay, wait. You know, for your analogy, right? Uh, desert problem. Yeah, people bring me his cause, right? Uh, I was a scout, la. Uh, so I, so it's not cause like they want me there. Cause like uh, they can confide in me. That's so sad, <laughs> man. No, okay, but going, it's not that I can't relate, but it's just okay. Like let's say I have like problems, right? They usually it's like okay, if I have girl problems, right? Who do I find? My female friends, hmm. and possibly hopefully, right? Female friends that know this girl. Or like at least uh from know of this person through me talking to them like mm. if I have academic problems who do I find uh my friends that I take the same modules with, so I don't really turn to one person right as like my sole confidant <laughs> in everything in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I think they would be quite overwhelmed also yeah, if we then, did that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's hard for me to like go to someone and say hey you're my like my right or die Ooh. my bestie that kind. <laughs> so I. That's why it's hard for me to say like I have a best friend. Because to me, I feel friends will drift over time. Man. Yeah. It's a inevitable thing, right? And they're gonna make and they're gonna find other friends who are like tighter with them because they are they have a lot of overlapping circles. So I don't want to be overly reliant on that one person. La. Diversify. Always yes. diversify. <laughs> yeah, diversify my investment, my time. La, yeah. So I'm, I okay, I don't know. If this is a common thing or not. Sometimes I feel, is it bad that I don't have bestie? Because I know it's quite common amongst girls. No, I don't. I don't for guys it's common or not though. Wait, do you, will you call your friend a bestie? I don't because it's very, it's too yeah. sentimental for me. Yeah. Okay, not bestie, but along the lines of like, we are tight. We are so tight, you know. I won't eh. I, I don't eh. Like, I don't know about other people, but I don't. Mm. Yeah. Like, I'm, 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 I'm kind of similar to you. Uh. In Okay. Like I will never admit that someone's my bestie, but But hand on your heart. But in my like if by I keep definition. finding you, then obviously I like you the most lah. Yeah. But then sometimes I feel bad also because every time I tell you then I don't want you to feel like what too chi tong, you know, like Burden. translate. Like uh, punching back. Yeah, I don't want you to feel like I'm unloading everything on you also. Like, I want you to feel like you can talk to me also. Yeah, and so I try not to like dumb everything on this one person. Uh. Talking about your acquaintance and friend question, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's from what we have said, it sounds like it's all about the level of trust that yeah. you have for the person. Like, and like how willing you are to like actually spend time with them. Mm. Yeah, but just now you said like <laughs> uh, if you confide in your girlfriends, uh, it'll be good if they knew. Yeah. The girl, I was like, wow, well, no, okay. No, no, no. It's like, not personally no, la, but no of the person. Ooh, yeah. No, like, if they. was friend one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't trust, I don't trust girls. No. Huh? Really, really? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, wait, wait. It, it, it happens, the, man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is my so female friends need to keep their mouth shut, la. They're, they're the kind you of... trust that I don't trust my female friends, sorry, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Like all the tea still are all like if not how how do rumors spread? It's all by people. They'll say, Hey, don't like you tell someone this, right? That person will go and tell like their friend, hey, don't tell anyone ah. And then they'll just continue like telling other people. Okay, okay, wait. So context, right? These female friends that I have is because I work with them in the same subcommittee, uh, faculty club for two years. I would say is you build the trust, lah. 
Uh, yeah, we spill tea, la, but it's tea of other people. Mm. So like the understanding between us is you can tea about everyone else except but for our own people we need to protect. La. I don't really think that they're the kind to say this kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Good man. Good that you have friends you can trust. I mean, okay, wait, of you. if you have like relationship problems, right? Will your friends... No, I'll tell a friend your... who don't know that person I'm talking about. Right? Oh... Yeah. Okay, I mean, it won't hurt, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so now, what's your main takeaway for today? I don't know. I thought it was nice to have this um conversation. Like, the three of us. I haven't had a discussion about this topic in a while. Like, in terms of defining friendships. And I guess, like, having this conversation, a lot of these things, like, relationships ran through my mind. So, it kind of made me grateful that I have these friends, even though I may not have been very nice um, <laughs> to you. Like, I'm not perfect, right? I have my own struggles and sometimes I may not be the best person. So, yeah, thank you for, if you're listening, thank you for um, staying my friend and I'm very touched. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like crying. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, for myself, right? Uh, I mean, I hear whatever you have to say. I, I mean, yeah, it made me reflect more on like, the people I've met in uni la. and I'm quite grateful I mean okay especially when you talk about like the rumours part right yeah now that I think about it sometimes I took like the brother sense of camaraderie between my friends for granted la. but now that I think back about it yeah I'm quite happy that oh uh, no happy appreciative that you know they, they got my back la. and I mm. think that's what I strive for in most of my friendships like I want people who have my back yeah and you know to everyone else sorry la uh, all those people that I mentioned today, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not personal, sorry. Mm. <laughs> mm, for me, I think, like, this conversation really opened my eyes to, like, different ways people see friends also. Because, mm. like, for me, I say, right, I don't I don't think of, like, besties and whatever. Then, you, I kind of know that, oh, yeah, it's kind of, it's a kind of normal for me to feel whatever I'm feeling. All my thoughts on friendships actually quite normal. At first I thought like, oh, why why I'm like so abnormal? Because I don't like have a bestie and stuff. Mm. Or like I feel like my friends are not really that close to me. Uh, but I'm still grateful to my friends who are obviously not listening to this. But I'm still very grateful <laughs> for y'all. Are they still your friends if they're not listening to this? Actually they were quite supportive but oh. yeah. But did they listen though? <laughs> I think they listened to the first one, some of them. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, they were quite. They are, they are really nice people. So I think. Oh, but we also. I think it's good to emphasize on the toxic friends part. Mm. Uh, cut. I think you should do something about it if it's affecting you. Uh, so they are obviously good friends. Treasure the good friends and um, be careful of those that aren't very good. <laughs> I'm also thankful for my friends that listen. Yeah, and they have uh. given quite a lot of suggestions on what we can do. That's it for the day. Thanks. Uh, and uh, get well soon. Oh, thanks, thanks, yeah, Nas. Please, please. <laughs> I will. I will. I try to. So yeah, that's that's it for this week. And thanks, Nas, for being our special guest. Yay! And see y'all guys soon. See you. Bye bye.